0: to Punchboard Paradise, coming to you from the heartland of America in Omaha, Nebraska, where we discuss the world of tabletop gaming, the topics that affect the board game community, and give honest and fair reviews to the industry's hottest games. In episode 46, the Punchboarders talk about 2019. Hey everybody, I'm Clef.
1: Hey, I'm Chad. I'm Richie. Richie. Woo, Have yes. you ever seen, did you ever watch the Flintstones when you were younger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And so when, he has really been working up to it. I mean, we're going on two years soon, and Clef kind of reminds me of Fred Flintstone. A little like, yabba-dabba-doo. Um, yeah, on the back of that <laughs> dinosaur, <he's> like, <laughs>
0: Pretty soon, it's going to be like the whole 15 minutes for yeah, me yeah, to get into the punch yeah, board. Yeah, we might that have nice to get a
2: camera in here, because so, I think the, the audience would really appreciate that you really get
1: into it. I'm you? excited. Hey. I um, am excited about 2019. Yeah. Right? It was a heck of a year. Yes. yes Much better was. than last year. Absolutely. Or, Much better than 2018. 2018.
0: Yeah, yep. yep. So, like I said, though, this episode's all about 2019. We're not going to waste any time or anything like that. We're just going to roll into it. So, I think what we're going to do first, should we start off with our challenges? Okay. Kind of talk about our challenges yeah. of what they were and then what we have coming up. I think that where we'll start. So, Chad, tell us about your two thousand and nineteen challenges, where you got to. I was
1: at about thirty six percent, unfortunately. Uh, I did Ooh, not that's an F. I know it is. Okay. It's a way <laughs> F. Uh you know, I I picked a lot of games that I wanted to play at least two times. And I just didn't get to all those games. I'm proud of myself. I got to a couple of big meaty games. I got to 1846 twice, I believe. I got to uh, some crazy... I, I got to Age of Steam a bunch, which was nice. Yeah. Um, I did... I want it to be known. I did get that play in i got four plays and it would have been five li- listen to me <laughs> i got four plays in of agricola with my wife and it would have been five had i not had to go to the hospital for a family member that night because stephanie said as soon as we rearrange this the furniture we're playing this again okay
2: so now she was in there was a picture thrown into the slack chat i saw it i saw what looked like maybe his wife's hand don't know for sure may, may or
0: may have not been we didn't cannot see prove it. didn't yeah. actually
2: see Steph playing the game but right maybe maybe we'll give it to him
0: i i say let's give it to him
2: all right
1: i i think he <laughs> good job buddy
0: he he <laughs> worked hard at it and i think we're gonna give it to you buddy
1: uh, and we're we're gonna play it again i mean it, it, we're gonna play it more and more i think this this year that's a separate resolution but we both really enjoy the game i the more i play that game i just Gosh, I have so many different decks for it and everything. I just, I don't know. I really like that game. It's just a smart game, and i I just think it's one of the classics in the in the oeuvre. I think.
0: And it's been a long time since I've gotten to play it, and I I kind of have a hankering to play it. Uh, so you know, count me in for one of those plays. I, I'd enjoy playing it again. Cool. You got only thirty six percent. Was there any games that you wish you would have gotten to play some more that were kind of in that? Uh, Sixty-six <laughs> <laughs> percent. Um, well, see, the problem was there were a few. What's your game titles?
1: Uh, I played Madeira a couple times, which is great. Yeah, but I didn't get to Zanguo a second time. I didn't mm-hmm. get to. I didn't get to my one of my favorite. Uh, What's your game titles? Signori uh, once, unfortunately. Ooh, which is which is a bummer. I know it's not you guys' favorite, but I just there's oh, something about true. it that we I
0: like really sing- we like. Likes Signori. Actually, I think no, we played
1: yeah. Signori this year.
0: I, I've played it a couple times. That was part of my challenge, and. I- I got to that. So, okay. What is the new challenge for 2020 for you, Chad? I, I, I don't know. I, I
1: really... Ooh. I'm I'm struggling with this. I, I'm not really sure what what I want to do with this one. I actually liked the idea of... That I picked my wife to play, like, a specific game. I, but, you know, I don't... I don't know if I want to pick, you know, certain people in my life to play these certain games with. I mean, one resolution that is going to be... For sure. We have uh I think three games of Clank Legacy in. I want to finish that this year, so that's one resolution for me. Okay. But I I'll be honest, I want to listen to you guys's and then I might get another idea. Oh, we, we talked about some stuff on the Slack too, but I want to listen yeah. to what you guys have to say.
0: Okay. All right. Well, Richie, where did you make it to <laughs> on the shelf of shame Ooh. playing the games? Well,
2: yeah, I mean it's still a shameful shelf, I won't <laughs> lie. I started I believe I started with eighty one games on my shelf of shame. The challenge Ended up ballooning up to about 107.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that means you bought about 30 games, all right?
2: And I got 50%. Ooh. And
0: Hey, that's better than 36%, all So Exactly, right here. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not bad. Uh, but yeah, not great,
2: not great okay. either. All right. in um, this year, I've got my challenges.
0: Okay, so I'm ready for 2020 challenge.
2: I'm not doing the Shelf of Shame again. Yep. Okay. And Bryce that's... warned me last okay. year when I said I was going to do the Shelf of Shame. He, he said he tried to do the same thing, didn't even come close okay and 50 is not even close Okay, so, okay but it still kind of centers around this so one i'm going to try to reduce my collection by 100 games
0: okay so you're going to tr- try to
2: get call 100, 100 games, games out of my collection okay then the second part of that is i'm allowed to buy 10 games this year for the whole year for the whole year 10 purchases
0: i think he'll break that by february no no 10 purchases now Whoa, I mean, is there a caveat here? Is <laughs> there like not a, ca- uh,
2: not a caveat? But I do have like I and I mean this still counts because this is not within the purchase year. But you know, I got some gift cards for Christmas and whatnot. <laughs> those were all spent <laughs> There's before loopholes here. <laughs> those were spent before January first. Okay, so I do have a box of games waiting for me on hold until I hit a certain threshold. But okay, so you know, ten if I ten games, games. I'm limiting myself to ten purchases. This includes pre orders. So like, if I pre-order Rococo, that's one of my ten.
0: So what do you think, Chad? What, what, what do you think he's got a chance at this? I strangely enough, I do. The hundred
1: is going to be kind of crazy because again, I yeah, think I'm he, more worried about the hundred yeah, than anything else. I think he's going to be like leaving games on people's doorstep again. <laughs> so <laughs> I might, as long as they're out of my house, <laughs> yeah, that counts. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Josh, look for a package. On yeah. your doorstep. <laughs> Josh is like, uh-huh, here's my number. But uh, I, I think
1: he he might be able to do it.
0: I, I think he's pretty he's pretty disciplined I, when he that. I say that. no way. No. I say ten purchases. I Fabulous. say there's going to be right. a melatonin <laughs> state one night that all of a sudden he's going to be like, "Oh we're crap! I into just small <laughs> box card games." Like,
1: yeah, well, what if what if you like? Let's say you get five Amigo titles. Is that five of your ten? That's five of my ten. Wow. Okay. Wow. Ten purchases. Right, I'm going to be we'll very selective this year. I like I guess... that this is a, a challenge though, because one thing I do think about with this, and and we've talked to Ben Maddox before about it. I, I do think we're sort of a consumer society, and the way we play games is just like, oh, you know, we. play a couple, and then move on to the next one. And when we talk about replayability and stuff, there's so much of it that we're like, oh, this for replayability, it needs an expansion, and you know. It, so I, I think, I think,
0: uh I think it's great. So I, I applaud you. Gonna on you on do
1: that. it. I'm going to do it. Well, plus I have you two. You two
2: are still on full buy mode. What,
0: what if Chad and I are both like saying we're not going to buy very much this year? Yeah, this then I might be, be in, be in trouble, but I'm not, I'm not really year. worried about it. <laughs>
2: That's right. <laughs> I've seen all your purchases. You've been, you've been. Doing a lot of buying here lately, Cleft.
0: Well, yeah, and I'm, I'm going to continue. But so
1: <laughs> well, yeah, the people didn't hear it right before the mic, uh, right before we turned the mics on. That you said, oh yeah, I really wanted to get another game, and I was looking at that game, and I thought, well, I better ask Chad if I. I need to call Chad up and ask him if I'd like that game, or, <laughs> or what? What, what in the heck that game's about?
0: Hey, I use you guys just for help too to know. That's I like a game. You That's know? nice. <laughs> And then uh, okay, I do so have one last one challenge cuz okay. I do
2: want I want you know okay. a fun one as well. Throw, and I'm okay. I'm just yeah, stealing yours pretty. from last year Clef, and I'm okay. going to try to play my top 50 each game twice.
1: I like that okay. one cuz I, I I enjoyed that Okay. that uh I enjoyed playing through your top 50 Top so. 50 yeah, yeah. so okay. Cool. I like that idea but for me I got to get disciplined and then do another do my top 50 over again so Yeah. That's yeah. that's a whole another thing in itself. Yeah. So
0: all right. I did, yeah, that should be... uh, that Might be po- a podcast coming up here pretty soon where we might be revealing our... Uh, maybe not our top 50, but... Yeah, a 20 yeah. or something like that. Yeah,
2: something like that. 25, 28. Maybe we'll just do the whole 50. I don't know. No, let's <laughs>
0: just do the whole 50. All <laughs> right.
1: Clef, what, 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 what's yours now?
0: Okay, so, well, for my 2019, as Richie just kind of alluded to, was simply to play my top 50 games at least two times each. And I got... Ninety six percent done. That's what really was, good. Was it Hansa? Well, I missed Hansa Teutonica and a play of Panama. So I missed a play. I only got one play in of each of the Hansa Teutonica and Panamax. Wow, um, you came so so close. I missed those. Yeah, so I only missed those two games, and I certainly would have had some opportunities. Probably that last week to do it, if it wouldn't have been for Mari Kaibo and Cooper Island coming out and me playing those about fifteen times over the past, you know. Two weeks of the of December. Makes Otherwise, sense. I might have gotten there, but yep. I just decided at one point I wanted to play the other things and not that. So I was like, oh, I'm still happy with ninety six percent. It's not bad. I mean,
2: not bad at all. Yeah, Way I've, better than fifty and thirty six
1: percent.
0: So I get it. Woo! I get the I get a plus. All right. No, a minus. <laughs> ah, whatever it is. Okay. So that was the goal for then. So now I have three goals for two thousand and twenty. This could not be more opposite of Richie's goal. (laughs) My goal, number one goal, is I am going to try to play 120 new board games to me. Not new as in new 2020, just new to me. So if it's a, a 2014 game that I've never played, that still counts. I just want to play 120 new games to me. I've looked back over the past, like, three or four years, and I've averaged about 80 games a year that are new to me. So this might be kind of tough, especially since it's almost halfway through January and I've gotten one of the 10 I need for the month of January.
2: You almost had two, right?
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> until I realized that I'd already played Tybor the Builder, but I'd forgotten about it. And then it was- <laughs> that's about right, too. <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: that's, that's, uh, that's going to be interesting. I I, for, I foresee a lot of your friends being being told to go away unless they have a new game. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was talking to Dan and I was like, you know, it's going to be a point where you got a new game to play. Then don't come over. <laughs> I need a new game. Uh, so I just what I really enjoy and I don't even necessarily say it's not consumerism where I need to buy the new game. I just, my most fun experience is when I get to play a new game. I just, it's always the most exciting when I'm first playing a new game. And so I just thought I'm just going to kind of make that kind of my goal. Um, I don't, I don't anticipate probably making 120, but I guess we'll see. Are there any, Richie's not buying more games for me.
2: I still have.
0: Well, I guess you got a lot Yeah, yeah. I still got a lot,
2: <laughs> lot left on the shelf of shape, so I can definitely help you out. Um, are there any other rules around it? Because I know that you were thinking possibly of limiting the number of small I, box games. I, but no,
0: I think I'm just okay. going to let it go. I'm just going to say 120 new games. Yeah, I was going to say maybe only 20 uh, that could be small box games and 100 had to be like big. But I'm just no, straight, think... I'm going to do, I still feel like it's going to be tough for me to get sure. 10 new I, games yeah, in good, yeah. a month. So yep, yeah, straight 120. So that's my first one. My second one, Is I am going to play, I'm going to try to play five titles and I'm not 100% positive on what these titles are yet, but I'm going to try to play five games that I only played one time. And the time that I played them, I was not, you know, I wasn't hugely loving the game thinking, okay, maybe it was a bad experience. Maybe there was just not a, you know, maybe there was a rule wrong or something like that to see maybe the game was better than I thought and maybe not. Okay. Does
2: this mean we're uh, we're playing root.
0: No, uh, I have played, played that root that four time. times. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that doesn't count. No, things like uh, Sierra West, right? Okay, I would like to try that again because sure. we only got the one play in of, and you know, admittedly, we had a couple of rules wrong, and I would like to see you know play that again. Um, you know, what I mean, I, and I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. Eclipse came to mind. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe. There was something more there than our play. Maybe we were doing something wrong. I don't know. You know what I like? I actually
1: really respect that because I think that happens a lot. It's all about when you play a game a lot of times, too. And so, I mean, so we're going to talk about best this and that of the year. And I was thinking about one of the best experiences that I had. And honestly, like it, it didn't it didn't make my my number one, but it was actually the day that you and Josh and I played Stevenson's rocket and Josh kept messing with you. And I was laughing so hard. I was crying. Now I know, now I know that that wasn't your favorite experience of the year, but, I, but again, I, it, it made me think back actually to age of steam and how many times you had to play that to enjoy yeah, it. Yeah,
0: Exactly. That's a great point. When I first played age of steam, I was like, this game is terrible. And if i never would have went back and tried it again, It wouldn't be, you know, I mean, that game has fastly moved up my my top 50 of all time. I mean, yeah. And I love that game now. So that's why I'm just thinking maybe I need to go revisit some of these titles that I only gave one chance to. So, no, Root does not count. Root is still not
2: not going to be there. To be fair, you have not given the expansion a chance. (laughs) So,
1: and (laughs) there's two of those. Uh, right, you got a point. (laughs) Okay, so then, uh, if is that is that what you're going to do? You're going to do you're going to play
0: some ones that you haven't played or There's no? the 120 that I have brand new to me. OK. And then re- and five that I just want to pick out that I want to revisit. OK. OK. And then I got my last one is this is kind of just a wanting more maybe of not that I don't love playing with you guys and not that I don't love playing with the people I play with. But I am going to attempt to I want to play with at least 25 new people in 2020 That's a great 25 goal. people that Very i've nice. never played with just because i want to you know have more of a gaming community and and get to know other people and you know might mean i might need to play you know whiz war or something weird like that oh that would count as one of my 120 i've never played that one um so you know they're something like that but get to experience a little bit you know other people and their gaming experiences and stuff like that because as we're about to discuss here i mean gaming experiences wise one of my most favorite I mean, can we just go right into it? Sure. Let's just, best gaming experience. My best gaming experience was at Origins this year, or last year, 2019, when I got to play, for the first time, I got to play City of the Big Shoulders. I got to play it with Raymond, the designer, which obviously was a lot of fun. But I also got to play with Seneca. And then there was another girl there, Jessica. And that was a good time. But then the aftermath of that, because we kind of, you know, got to know them, we all ended up going out to eat that night, and we went, I don't remember, the, some falopa place or whatever it was. What was that? Falafel. 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 <laughs> faloppa. Like, faloppa. Falopian mixed with Middle Eastern cuisine. <laughs> uh, really yeah. not so appetizing. But it was good. To, and then we head to the Heavy Cardboard meetup, and we're in this, like, small area. And you remember the area, Richie. I mean, I remember you yeah, went there. Yeah, yeah. You were home with a broken leg. But uh, we were in that small area. And we're trying to play times up in the middle of this. And I still remember Raymond standing up there and Raymond was just getting into it while he was doing his things. And it was just so awesome. It was just such a fun experience with just some people that, you know, I don't usually get to play with or whatever. It was just a really, really good time. And I mean, that's, that's what I love about this hobby is, is the fact of you getting to play with actual, you know, people and. Getting that experience of uh, meeting new people and, and enjoyable, so that was my number one gaming experience of the year.
1: That's that's an admirable goal. Well, along those same lines, for me, the experience that I kept coming back to was the was Geekway. Now there were actually a couple of times at Geekway we we met up our, our with our friend and and listener Sean, um, and he taught us. Uh, great zimbabwe which is awesome he also taught us there was one day and this is the one i'll talk about in particular there was one day where he taught us 1846 and which was i mean a monster game and then we had everybody went to uh to lunch slash dinner and i proceeded to keep playing and taught a couple other people that had been in our our game i taught them escape plan which was awesome and then after Escape Plan, we took a small break and we played through two Ages of Space Corp, too. So I mean that was like a huge long day of gaming, all with mostly people I had never met before, and great great experiences. People that I I really enjoyed spending time with. Yeah, so that's awesome. It, I, it was the same sort of thing, the same sort of thing. And I, I so I, I really love your your goals for this next year. I think those are I'm I'm fascinated.
0: So have you now thought about what your 2020 goal is going to be so michael d
1: on our slack channel talked about this and i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of steal it from him they're gonna go into the year uh with five by five so pick five games that he wants to play five of for the first six months and then see how they do on that and then choose on the back end some number of games and my i kind of like that just to see where i'm at take my temperature see how i can i can do with that i've got roads and boats I need to get that played. There's a solo mode too, which actually can be kind of interesting. So I'm interested in that. That'll probably go on. And I've got the Food Chain Magnate expansion. That's Ooh, gonna, you did pick it up.
0: You picked up the Food Chain Magnate expansion. Yeah, I kind of got. I kind I, I it don't have the the to deal deal worry way. about my purchases
1: when uh, he's buying hundred dollar expansions. <laughs> <laughs> that one was not hundred dollar. It was close, but I had kind of some some deals saved up. So
0: oh. Okay.
1: Yeah. So was it say, was much, much less.
0: I think at the uh, friendly local game store, it's like one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Yeah. Woo.
1: No, this wasn't even close to that, Woo. which is good. Okay. So nice. Yeah. So I'm excited about that.
0: I'm excited that you got that.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> ready to play it. <laughs> All right, Richie. How about you? What was your favorite gaming experience this
2: year? I mean, I've definitely had a few. I think. Uh, I mean, not that it was not fun, not being able to walk. But <laughs> essentially having eight weeks uh, where I had no responsibilities around the house because I couldn't walk, couldn't lift anything, couldn't change diapers. But all I could do was play board games. <laughs> so that was fantastic. And then also I would say la- uh, just uh, this past Christmas with Jessica's family, two of the biggest fights I've ever seen in board games, but f- fun fights, fun fights. One was in the both plain wavelength.
1: I saw those. Those are great. <laughs> yeah.
2: And maybe if I can clear it with the family, I'll put it in the Slack chat. The, one. <laughs> the, the first fight was over, the category was sexy animal, unsexy animal. And the clue that was given was cats. Now, I'm sorry. I think cats would, in the animal realm, when you're talking sexy animal, cats is, I mean, that's the top of sexy. <laughs> what did you say? Well, they do have a <laughs> slang term that's sexy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyways, that that it was not pushed far enough to the sexy side. That started a fight. And a lot of a lot of weird discussion went on from there. There were pictures of leopards being passed around and <laughs> Who passed around the leopard? Oh, and then the so other funny. one was uh Dangerous Job and Safe Job. And it was small town firemen. And the best part of that game in wavelength is when you're you're not on the team guessing, but just throwing out random things like well i mean it's dangerous but really i mean how how many times has a small town fire been being called
1: <laughs> you're just messing with the other team basically. right
2: <laughs> <laughs> so they uh they and this is the one that if i can clear with the family i'll put it up in the slack but it ended up being pushed towards the safe side and that's what started the big fight because obviously a fighter fighter is a dangerous job regardless of where you're at right but yeah so those those are my my best experiences this year i <laughs> love that, <laughs> that yeah awesome. that game
0: <laughs> woo. Uh. (laughs) so next category so we're just we're going to roll through some categories so that was best gaming experience so the next category that i'll do i would probably not have this category on there i don't know richie might not but i think chad might throw a fit if we didn't so that's going to be best art and i'm gonna let chad go last richie tell us your best game that you thought had the best art or components I'll, i'll get you know let's say best art and components
2: i honestly and this is this will probably show up in another category but my favorite art and components from this year were Black Angel. Is that what you got? Same yeah. thing right down there, Clef? Yeah.
0: I got the same thing. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's fascinating.
2: I yeah, we like had, that. yeah. Hey, I love that. Loved, little ship we got to play ship, with yeah.
0: and those little guys. Bob Fantastic the robot. Art. Bob the robot the yeah. little things and, and, I mean, the beautiful, you know, colors and everything. Right.
2: Yeah. Very striking. You don't beautiful.
1: see that in in board games right that really might don't. have been Beautiful you know game. tools best yeah. uh, best art all all year i think very I th- well could be i would be yeah. curious to see if he was most proud of that of, of anything he's put out this year because it, it was a really nice job
0: that is that is very true so i agree with richie black angel for best art all right may come up in another category <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so chad what was your favorite art from 2019 well clef yes. you guys know me probably too well yes so I guess, you know, are you going to like pull out three games here?
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> I just might. I just might. No, I, I, I won't. I won't break the rules this time. I am going to go with parks, actually. Oh, okay. I, OK, I do like that. a lot. Actually. I really like parks. The art is from, they call it the 59 Parks Print Series, and this art, every single card in this game is one that you would gladly put on your wall. I mean, really, if you look at it, it is a beautiful poster. Hmm. Now. I know you all expected me to say somebody else and somebody else's work for this game. Yeah. I I love his work for sure, but I, I had to go with I had to go with this. I also uh, I also quite liked Aquatica too, which was a, a a game that kind of reminded me of what is the the game that you Abyss? Yes, yeah. kind of reminded me of Abyss, which is one of my all-time favorite art in games that yeah. i actually care nothing about the game yeah. i do not like that game at all oh, really? but i think the the <laughs> I don't art not the, the game either but i agree
0: the artwork is yeah. beautiful in it yeah anyway my pick is going to be parks okay nice i guess then we'll uh we'll see if that uh other game has come up here really quick where next is what was your biggest disappointment what game Were you like, oh, my God, this game is going to be amazing. I'm so looking forward to it. And we're just let down. Chad, we're going to start with you this time. Black Angel. And I'll say why. I was
1: really looking forward to it because we all know that it was from Twa. And they took that game and they were going to, you know, update some stuff with it still have the dice drafting then we give you art by Eno tool you could see that that was looking beautiful it just was shaping up as they were pushing little details out about it to be amazing i kept telling richie like this is it man you're not going to want to play twa again look at this sucker (laughs) and it's just so limp i feel like what they did was for the people that didn't like twa and i'm one of them that didn't love it. Let's just say didn't love it. I, I wouldn't turn it down if somebody really wanted to play it. But I feel like they just took everything that made it tense and tried to fix it that way. So for example, the dice drafting, if, if people said, I don't like that people can buy my dice from me. Okay, well, here's a way to have a lot of stuff to lock your dice away from people. Or here's a way that you can get a lot more dice a lot easier. And then I felt like people would say, oh, that money's so tight in the game. Well, here's here's a way so that by the end of the game, you're just getting resources out the wazoo. You know, it just, there's a lot of stuff in it that even though it, di- it wasn't multiplayer solitaire, it just felt like focusing on your own engine that had too much to rev it up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, can't disagree.
0: No, I mean, mine... Would Just uh, ditto whatever Chad just said right there. Yeah. Black Angel by far was the biggest disappointment. Nothing else even came close. Uh, I mean, I had a few other games that I maybe didn't like that much, but nothing else was I like as excited about as I was Black Angel. Thank God I didn't buy a copy of it. All right, Richie?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Black, a- Black Angel is on my list. I have three games on my list. Black Angel, Escape Plan, uh, just because I love that. I love that theme. I love that art, and it just it just did not... It's, it's one of those either I would want it like way lighter, like to where you can just get in and play, or make it heavier. Right. Like it just kind of seemed like in that weird middle weird zone wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree. And then the other one is Imperial Settlers, Empires of the North. It ended up being a disappointment for me, wow. and it and it's kind of like Black Angel for me, where the raise action they just kind of really neutered in this game. Where because what I like about Imperial Settlers and Fifty First State is you're building your engine and people are picking off pieces of your engine, you have to react and come up with a new plan and, you know, slot in new cards that will try to get your engine going again. And in this, with that raise action, all you're doing is just tapping their card for one action. Or it for can, one turn. It, it can, can definitely throw
1: a wrench in there. It can their definitely
2: throw right. a wrench in it, but it, it just does not seem as I don't know. It just kind of took the teeth off a little bit. I still own the game. I, I still plan on playing it, but I just don't know how long it's going to stay in my collection. So that that was a little bit of a disappointment for me.
1: I'm really surprised to hear that, but maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later on.
0: Well, speaking about surprise, let's do our top surprise of the year. Richie, what was your top surprise of the year?
2: Uh, for me, it's going to be Tiny Towns. It was oh, a game great. that I had looked at, and I just kind of sloughed it off. I was like, I'm, I'm just not going to pick it up. And then all of a sudden, Clef said that he had played it, and you know, Clef is with lighter games. He's... He's gotten kind of intolerant of lighter games for this the most part. True. Yeah, Dumpy old man. Yeah. <laughs> but he said he actually enjoyed it. So I was Oh, oh, uh, maybe I will pick it up. And uh, we've played this now about five or six times, and we've only had it for about two weeks. And Jessica loves it. We've played it at almost every player count. We've played it at six. I think the only player count we haven't played it at is at five. But, yeah, it, yeah it, it's wow. a great little game. plays fast. Yeah. Can be mean as all get out. Yeah. And
0: weird. There's a lot of player interaction. A
2: lot of player interaction. Yeah.
0: And I, you know, I've taught this to quite a few people and uh, the other uh, New Year's Day, you know, I taught it to uh, Jake and Jordan Hopper and, you know, and they both were enjoying it and they liked it. Um, I think Jordan Hopper really liked it. So, I mean, it's a it's a good gamers game. But once again, like with my wife, she loves to play it, but oh yeah. boy, I mean, if you can start naming a resource that's good for you and it's bad for your opponent, oh man, that is... it. Feels it, good. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're sitting there going, oh, don't you know, you got to have a poker face I've realized in that game, because if you start going yeah. like, I don't need that resource, then guess what they're going to call that <laughs> resource. But no, that's a great pick. That's got an expansion coming out soon too. Yeah, it does. I did yep. see that, yeah. Yeah, so no, I definitely, that's probably my number two biggest surprise. For me, my my biggest surprise happened to be a little Kickstarter game that came in called Circadian's First Light. Oh, nice. And, you know, it came in, you know what I mean? I remember Richie saying, you know, what's this? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I have no clue. Just some <laughs> Kickstarter game I got. I don't even remember it. Nothing about it. And it just sat on my shelf for a while. And then one night it was like, well, you know, we needed something new to play or I wanted to play something new and I pulled it off. And I was in shock of how well I liked the game. I mean, I really... Liked the dice, uh, you know, placement and the whole, you know, using your dice to, you know, have to lose the dice to get victory points. I mean, just an excellent, good, just a, it's a lighter game. It's certainly not on the level of heaviness that I would normally play, but just really enjoyed it. Shocked me. And I just totally, absolutely my number one surprise of the year of a game that totally came out of left field. I mean, that I knew nothing about before I actually played it. Yeah, that's,
1: (laughs) that, that has made Garfield Games kind of wanted to check out all the time you sure. know and so it's kind of like now if they're releasing something at least want to check it out i was pleasantly surprised with that and that was on my on my short list as well but i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with watergate we didn't find this out that they were at least i didn't know about it i'll say until origins right before they had released it because they released it at gen con i think capstone did yeah, yeah. and we played that and i just thought Oh my gosh, I really like this. And then I thought, wow, there's no way Clef's gonna like it though. This is he does not like those sort of card-driven light war games, which th- this kind of was. It's not a sure, it's sure. not a war game per se, but it had that feel to it, like a Twilight Struggle. But I like it. I liked also. It, it's not you know, it's not the Trial of Louis Real, which is a, another one like that. But it's it's one of those it's one of those games that. It's easy to teach. I mean, I got a copy for my in-laws and they've really only played Jaipur and Azul and some of those. And... But there's there's fun back and forth, cat and mouse stuff there, and you can just keep playing. And it's so short that if you play with the same person, you can kind of have a meta because then you know the cards that are going to come out. You know the way each other is going to play, and then you switch it up. It's, it's really enjoyable. So Watergate's my pick because I don't always like those kind of games, but this distills it down into a form that I really, really enjoy.
0: Good point, yeah, because they had that one copy there at origins uh that we got a chance to play you know before it was out which we were both shocked and, and i certainly was shocked that that type of a game would be a game that i enjoyed so yeah watergate that's a great yeah, i did
2: a fantastic job with it great theme great gameplay yeah bonus for current
0: events uh <laughs> yeah that's for sure uh, <laughs> so um let's party all right woo! all right best
1: party game chad I gotta go easily with wavelength this year. Uh, that is just like Richie said. It takes a minute for people to when you pull out that dial, they look at it and they kind of go, "Okay, what are we going? What are we doing now? What? Do, how does this work?" But there's a couple of times with it, and then it gets into that. And now I know it gets a bad name, but I kind of think of this. And you can kind of get others into it as sort of an apples to apples with a toy factor to it, except you've got teams because really that it's that kind of like arguing and kind of getting into it. But there there is a solid voting mechanism unlike apples to apples where i'm just going to pick this person or i'm just going to pick this person you can see if that dial is on the the number or not and then you argue about why didn't you pick what i what i meant for you to pick the
0: sexy cat yeah the yeah. sexy cat right <laughs> that's right <laughs>
1: so yeah wavelength really really hit my expectations of what i thought it would be when i saw the kickstarter they delivered really well with that i think
0: yeah uh this is a game that you know it was a my, Monday night, I think, and we were playing some heavy games. And uh, Jake had brought his copy over, and Richie and I were there. And we played it. And within five minutes of us sitting there playing it, I was sitting there ordering it on Amazon. It was, you know, it just hit me that well. Uh, great game. I mean, I, that's first 100%. No questions. Definitely top party game of the year for me.
2: Clean sweep, uh, easily wavelength. I almost uh, medium could have worked here. Except Wavelength came out.
1: Right. Well, <laughs> so, Jessica, yeah. when, Jessica might have voted for, for Medium, right? Until Wavelength okay, came out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Medium has been put away. It is now one of the 100 games to sell. Yes, now it can leave the collection
2: <laughs> quietly.
0: Okay, so next category is going to be Best Reprint. So this would be a game that obviously previously um, released in a former year that just got a facelift or a you know an upgrade uh type of game so chad i think i have a pretty good idea of what yours is going to be so what is your number one reprint of the year i'm gonna say that it is irish gauge actually whoa i am
1: i didn't see that coming no
0: i was thinking a little aos so okay go ahead you know what i would have picked age age of steam
1: and i love having age of steam in all the maps but it had a lot of problems so Ooh. as a reprint you know as best reprint Ooh. i can't okay, i can't point. say good point hey this is great you know and i'd like to maybe even say roads and boats with the expansion put into it even though it's a really ugly game they didn't change anything <laughs> about it but I, I haven't played it yet so i'm i am gonna go with irish gauge for a couple of reasons first of all i mean one sheet of rules you know and that th- and they made it so clean Right, and it's got a beautiful package. The pricing I felt was right on target for what it is, and the the graphic design by Eno you know, Tool was great. I just felt like this is a great game. You can set it out, you can it, you can teach it to family still, even and have a good time with it. Sure, Irish Gauge is was actually a surprise for me, and and probably my favorite reprint of the year. Okay,
0: all right, Richie, what say you?
2: Uh, Predator for me. I, that was. I think they did a great job with the art and components. I think they did a fantastic job updating that. And for the most part, the Kickstarter went smoothly. They delivered, I think, ahead of schedule, if I remember correctly. They either delivered like a couple of weeks ahead of what they were planning on or right on time, which is rare with Kickstarter. So that was great. And I believe, was this their first Kickstarter as well?
1: I think it might have been.
2: So yeah, even more impressive that that was their first Kickstarter. I so. will say,
1: even if it wasn't, I will say one of the great things about it, too, was that even though they didn't have the rule sheet for all the different cards that we should have felt should have been in there, they did have a rule book that was actually able yes. to let you <laughs> yes. play the game, which is a huge step forward for Portal. Yeah, so. they did a fantastic job with it, so that <laughs> there is you mine.
0: Go. Good, good. Can, can I sneak two in? Will you let me sneak two in, Chad? <laughs> Why <laughs> I, not? Why okay, not? well... I'm going to give a quick nod to Agizia. Uh, they did a very nice job for me in the reprint. Uh, they made a couple of small, very small, rule changes to the game, but still kept, I mean, the board is just absolutely beautiful. So Agizia is kind of an honorable mention, but I got to go with, I missed the bus.
2: Oh, got to yeah. go bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Bus is wonderful. What a great game, and I mean, I'm so glad that got reprinted. I mean, I've been, that's one of those games that I still I'm still sitting here thinking, okay, what could I do to be better at that game? Yeah. What would be my best strategy? And I just think that uh, you know Capstone, which I was knocked it out of the park a hundred times this year, uh, it did a great job with that reprint of Bus.
1: We just need to. I mean, they have that game. I think they have a game called Can uh, about movies. I think, and there's Duck Dealer. Those are a couple other splatter games that I'd really like to play. We need to get Capstone on it. I mean, Capstone is my choice to be starting to reprint some of these games. I need to
0: get on the bat phone and uh, say, hey, uh, Clay, we need to reprint some games. Yeah. All right. Now let's move on to next category, which is going to be your favorite Kickstarter. And are you going with the caveat that you actually had to kickstart the game? It simply was not a you know like for instance like pipeline i obviously didn't kickstart that but i have that would that count or did you actually have to kickstart it for me and i i I will let
1: you all decide but for me i picked something that i kickstarted
0: yeah i I think that's what i'm i went with too is something that yeah i'm actually i'm I'm, I'm looking at my kickstarter okay perfect all right so
1: chad what is it my kickstarter is actually be going to be one you You just mentioned not too long ago. I'm going to pick Egizia Shifting Sands. I want to give Stronghold uh, some kudos here. Usually, I have a problem with their production of games and the pricing of their games. And this was a highly, highly affordable title. Now, granted, this was something that had already been made, so there's not a lot of development to be done on this game. But they did change things up and make the game more enjoyable, streamlined a few things and made the game a little bit updated but again that board that's so nice with the uv coating they're not a ton of deluxe components but the cardstock's good and you know everything that you need in the game to, is great and the price point was really really affordable amazing. so I amazing mean, i yeah well, i have to give it to amazing. them amazing yeah no, give credit where credit 100%. is due good job strong old games yeah. and i was worried about
2: missing that kickstarter because i really wanted to because they only printed the original game in the this Kickstarter version of it, but honestly, if you missed the Kickstarter, I don't. I don't think I'll ever play the original version now because of the nope. changes that they made. Nope, yep. improved the game yep. definitely.
0: Yep, not not uh, no, never play that other side of the board ever again. Nope. All right, Richie, what about you? What was your top Kickstarter game of the year?
2: I'm gonna have to say QE. That was one that I had kind of looked at, but not. I'd seen the the wooden versions of the game in the past, but board game tables took it. Made it affordable. I love the art that's in the game. And, I mean, obviously, the game is is great as well. Uh, But a fantastic auction game, and they they did a fantastic job with it.
1: Good pick, by the way. Yeah. I almost, I I couldn't quite justify it, but I almost thought about that as my party game. Just because that can get pretty raucous, too. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. Good point. So my top Kickstarter of the year is going to be Lorenzo El Magnifico. (laughs) the digital version no but the cards that you got for backing the digital version i'm gonna have to give it to that okay yeah this may shock you guys but i didn't get a lot of kickstarter games in this year i got the circadians first light i got another game that we'll speak of here in in a little bit but really honestly i didn't get a lot delivered well i certainly had a lot that was supposed to deliver uh lostanza i'm talking about you that uh, still has not gotten here <laughs> but uh yeah i just really didn't have a lot this year so yeah i'm gonna go with uh the lorenzo because those cards i mean for me i love it i just made that game uh you know that it was a 10 uh, a better 10 so yeah I'm, that's what i'm gonna yeah. go with the lorenzo the card game or the i don't know the digital version digital version happened to come with the card. <laughs> i guess you're not picking that for your
1: favorite expansion then huh
0: I guess I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'm not. I got and another one.
2: The the digital because you know, I, I play apps way more than you. And yes. that that app was absolutely terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I didn't hit my favorite Kickstarter, uh, even though it's my favorite game. But yes, the cards are fantastic. If you were just in it for the physical reward, then the, yeah, that was a great, that's all that was a great deal and a great Kickstarter.
0: <laughs> I tried to play that app one time when I was in Kansas City and had nothing yeah. else to do. And I couldn't even finish the game. No, it's bad. (laughs) It's gotten better, but that's not saying much. I don't, yeah, whatever. So, all right. So, well, let's do Expansion. So my favorite expansion from the year, I just got about a week ago, and I've only gotten to play it one time, and it moved into my favorite expansion of the year. That being said, partly because this, for me, was not a very big year for expansions. I looked through my expansions and I just didn't see a lot of stuff that, at least that for me, that came out that I got. And I don't know if that's maybe because I'm moving away from expansions a little bit more or just, I'm not exactly sure, but I didn't really find a lot. So what I'm going to go with is Teotihuacan, the lost cities of the places of... Uh, Late pre-classic period. It's not a good title, but... Yeah, uh, whatever it was. Like I said, I I grabbed this the other day. I'd been wanting to play it a lot. I kept asking Chad to bring it, and he kept not bringing it. Uh, No, that's wrong. I brought uh, it a couple of times. Richie, can you back me up here?
2: Even if he brought it, he would put up Stevenson's Rocket. Yeah, yeah. Stevenson's Rocket.
0: Yeah, so I never got to play it. So I finally just said I'm going to buy it, and I really liked the expansion. I thought they did a very nice job. Now, I'll tell you this. What I usually thought was going to be my favorite part was the player powers, I thought the player powers were okay. I wasn't sure that I liked the fact, I mean, every player power is like something good, but it comes with something bad. But what I really liked was there's the new boards that you put on for the building of the pyramid and building of the decorations that now have spots that give you a unlock one of your dice actions. And I really liked that—that that you could you could go in and lock a die up, and instead of having to worry about you know taking out an action or spinning cocoa to remove it, you could get in there and it would unlock one of those, and you so you could unlock a die. And I really thought that was a cool addition of what they added to those boards. Um, they added an extra temple, which I thought was fine. It gave you some new technologies, basically. Um, but I really liked those new boards. And so that, for me, is going to be my top expansion of the year. Teotihuacan, the period of the classic time before... The Teo Tewaukins walked the earth. Okay. Great. <laughs> is, that, is that right? Yep. Okay, yeah, good. That sounds good. <laughs> Chad, what was your favorite experience?
1: I'm gonna go with uh, a different one. I'm gonna go with Teo late pre classic period. <laughs> and I, I will I will say that I really liked it as well. I liked it because I actually liked the powers. I liked having that good thing and then that bad thing, so you kind of had to leverage your power and decide when you were going to use it a little bit, and I liked that third track, because that third track or maybe it's a fourth sorry that fourth temple track actually had things that you kind of wanted to move on because of the bonuses that it would get you other places in the board and then of course just like you talked about it balanced out the decorations and the temple temple building a little bit more not just for the unlocking the die but for some other things going on and it didn't meet and it also made it so that if i remember right it kind of nerfed them a little bit so that you didn't have to do those things necessarily to to be at the forefront of the game. It certainly helped in certain parts. But anyway, I, I really liked that. Uh, I don't always, I'm not always a big proponent of expansions, but uh, I think in this case, it was a very low rules overhead to add something to the game.
0: I like the fact that uh, when, I, when I first read the rules, and it has five modules, and it said, well, if you've not played with any of these, you probably don't want to, you don't want to play with all five to start with. And I was like, I'm playing with all five. <laughs> like I'm not even messing around. <laughs> all right, Richie, what is your favorite expansion of the year?
2: Uh, th- I mean, this was tough. I, I looked, and there were not many expansions that I purchased this year. For that actually came out this year, and I was really hoping that root the underground the underworld expansion would have been delivered on time. It's not coming until next month, so I can't use that. Can I use Madeira? the uh remember uh, we used parts of the expansion for the new no uh, okay
0: no. all right i was just checking because that's a slam dunk for next
2: year yeah that's gonna be really good uh, i guess i'm gonna have to go with the role for the galaxy rivalry um but i can only say half of that expansion yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, that was an expensive it was, expansion It's an expensive expansion and it it doesn't need to be expensive expansion because you only need half of it okay and that's the part where you get your own little cube and just like uh i want game rattle bones Remember rattle bones or dice forge dice forge yeah where you can create your own die and they have little upgraded faces that you can purchase uh that adds a, a nice little wrinkle to the game that is just kind of fun to play with. So, if you are very familiar with Rule for the Galaxy, uh, that's something that's easy to throw in and changes it up quite a bit. To where you know it it freshens up the game.
0: That, that's what I got to go with.
2: I am not that you excited about. It. The, I'll be honest the, with the you.
0: You could have just said the Lorenzo cards.
2: Like I said, that the the digital version was so bad, it kind of tainted. Kinda, yeah, right. And, it. and I mean, and I can still play Lorenzo without it. I guess is it that's not better than the no, the big box the expansion, expansion, right? No. So yeah.
0: I'll give you that. All right. I think the next one we're going to do is innovative. So something that came out this past year that was different or just had a little bit of a wrinkle to it that maybe we're not used to. So, Chad, I think you got one on your mind right now. What What is that? Well, this was kind of a harder category. I
1: like that we do it, but it was kind of a harder category. I know there's a lot of app-assisted or app-driven stuff out there. That's not what my mind mit- went to just because i don't often play a lot of that stuff i i heard that journeys in middle earth is is pretty good but i kind of stayed away because i thought it was generic lord of the rings which i'd rather have very lord of the rings lord of the rings but i have to go with wavelength just because it kind of made that toy that goes with the game that you might not think of and i know that there are a lot of games that have toys attached to it on there but this seemed to fit the gameplay really well and i'm going to give it extra points for not being like uh either a speculum that fits in your mouth or a toilet that flushes poo colored water in your face (laughs) so i would have to say wavelength with its little dial kind of was a an innovative measure to aid in gameplay and gave you a really visual representation of the game that worked to Teach people easily once they saw what it was. So wavelength is my innovative.
0: Okay, well, solid pick. Yeah, no, I would totally agree. I mean, I do think it definitely had some some neat innovation for me. And and actually, Richie and I was talking about this right before you know uh, you came over, Chad. For me, I am going to go with City of the Big Shoulders, and and I'm going to tell you why. Because truly, I mean, I feel like it was an innovative design. That, yes, the main mechanisms of worker placement and stock world have been done in many a games. It was the first game to bring those two together and has just been done so wonderfully of how it was done together. Uh, So, I mean, I just feel like the combination of that worker placement in a game that normally, you know, with stocks is usually something to do with the trains and lane track and all this stuff had that differentness to it that just to me I, I think was amazingly innovative and has brought to myself and a lot of other people into a world that they may not have ever felt comfortable going into. So I, I think that that is just really innovative. I-, I think I've said innovative way too many times in this thing, so I'm going <laughs> to it. You know the rule
2: around here. To, if you say uh, it enough, it counts. It counts.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. <laughs> oh, Richie, what is yours? I mean, Honestly, I'd, I'd, I can't say that I played anything like – Just groundbreaking, innovative this year. So I'm actually pick a game that I did not play yet this year, and it's from cranial Creations, and that's Mystery House Adventures in a Box or something. It's got some weird subtitle, but I thought that that looked really cool. Just the the fact that you are sliding those you know little plates in and out, and you're looking through the box to actually play the game. That seemed, of what I've seen come out this year, that looks like the most innovative game. I I didn't get to
1: play it much really, but when I talked to someone about it at Origins, it, he was very excited about it. It is it is really interesting how it works. It sounds like, from what I've heard, that they're still ironing out some of the practical kinks with it, but I mm. hope that they continue to streamline that system and, and work all the bugs out because I do think it's a really cool idea. So, yeah, it looked very neat. So, mm. Good pick. I had forgotten about yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. There so, we go.
0: Alright, well, Let's now say, what about family? What game came out this year that you guys are like, you know what, this is a good one to get to the family. And now for all of us, we're all kind of in a different time with our families. You know, Richie's got really young kids. Chad has a, you know, a medium age kid and, you know, I've got older kids. So sometimes family can mean a little bit different, but what is the game that you, Chad, have the most fun bringing to the family this year? Well, this is a
1: game that I just recently picked up not too long ago, but it was getting buzz much earlier in the year when it was nominated for some awards. And I hadn't heard that many great things about it. So it was really cheap, though, so I got it on a whim just to play. And we, as a family, have really been surprised and pleased with Reiner Knizia's Llama game. I will say that, honestly... <laughs> It may not be everybody's cup of tea, but when your family likes to play Uno, for example, this is a perfect game because it's a card-shedding game, and you want to get all the cards out of your hand. So, for example, you have cards numbered 1 through 6, and then you have a llama. And what you can do each turn is you can draw a card... Or you can play down a card that is either the same number as in the discard pile or one higher. Or you can pass out of the round, and anything that's left in your hand counts as negative points. But if you have the same number left in your hand, that only counts once for that number. When the Llama comes into play, the Llama card is worth 10 points, so you don't want to be left holding any of those. But it kind of wraps around so if you play a six then you can play a llama down after that and then one can go on top of that and you can kind of loop through the numbers that way with the llamas but the really great decision here that makes it so much better than uno is when you're going to pass out of that round because the The game or the round can stop when somebody empties all the cards in their hand or everybody has passed. And if everybody except you have passed around the table, you can keep putting down cards. You just can't draw anymore. So you may be playing and you're sitting there and you've got two cards left in your hand. And maybe they're like a one and a two. But the the ladder on the discard piles at five or six and you're looking at it and you're going, do I want to draw another card that could be a six when somebody else goes out? Or do I just want to put down and have these negative three points? And so you're constantly, it's a little bit of a pressure luck there too. And so you're constantly trying to gauge that. And of course with my family, we have a great time and we're just trash talking to each other and pissing each other off around the table. And it's, it's a really great game that takes hardly any rules overhead and we're playing and, everybody wants to play another hand all the time
0: all right yeah uh richie what are you playing with the family
2: uh my pick is going to be men at work which is a pretzel game a dexterity game oh. where you are stacking and balancing and now this is actually something that i will pull this box out and just let nox and isla play with the pieces and they love it uh, but in the if you actually play the game game which uh, like i'll play with jessica and her family um, you are trying to basically avoid accidents on the work job and trying to get these employee of the month uh, cards for points at the end. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's pretty straightforward, pretty simple stacking game. Actually, kind of hard because you have to like balance uh, little wooden beams on your workers' shoulders or bricks on their shoulders and different things like that. But it works really well. And then, like I said, if you got really little ones like I do, just throw the box at them and they'll they'll play with
1: pieces and be happy. It's a really fun looking game too. On the yeah, table. yeah, it's a really good game. Yeah.
0: All right. Very, very good.
1: What about you, Clef? Uh
0: I'm gonna go with uh City of the Big Shoulders.
1: <laughs> Honestly,
0: know, guys, I don't play a lot of, you know, I mean, well, I've played Llama because Brent brought it over and forced me to play it, but I <laughs> you know, I just I don't play a lot of younger type of family games. You know, I mean not not to say that you have to be younger for family games, but I just I don't. I mean, you know, I I guess if I really like, maybe Wavelength might be my pick for which obviously was my party game. So I was trying to think of something different. Maybe Tiny Towns, if you want to go there. That's what I
1: thought you would say. Yeah, I mean,
0: Tiny Towns might be the by the be the pick. Uh, but that's one of the things, you know, when I play with the family, I mean, most of the time it's, it's, it's going to be a nice little meteoro and that's just kind of where, where I'm at, at least for, for my family.
1: Well, one thing you do play with your family a lot, and there wasn't a new one that I know of to come out this year that you latched onto, you play trick-taking games, at least a few of them with your family.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Skull King would be my all time family favorite, you know, at least with my eldest son, Mason, but yeah, absolutely. That, that would be a good I a good thing too but yeah you're right i don't think there was any new trick-taking games that i got to play this year mm-hmm.
2: did you play point salad i have not oh, okay i have played you? that with you didn't i Joe? oh okay yeah. yeah any good yeah i would say that, i mean for a family weight game i think it plays fast and quick it's not it's
1: not a bad i game. saw
0: it made jason levine's top 10 of the year so i was like wow i was really surprised by that yeah i am mean, surprised by that
1: i wouldn't yeah. of course <laughs> I, I was surprised
0: by his number one but you know whatever so <laughs> all righty uh okay got one more category before we get to the uh, main course here and the last category is designer who who would you say either i I don't want to say are the best designer of the year but more like just who is a designer that you thought did really well this year or in this category i would
1: classify this as which designer did you feel had the most interesting year as far as design accolades or creativity in design or just all around was a busy bee clef who do you have
0: well i'm gonna be pretty i'm, I'm gonna go with two answers here so too bad again but i'm gonna go pretty basic here and say i mean raymond chandler the third. i mean has got to be for me one of the top designers of the year because i mean the game as i've already said uh very innovative to me i, I really I was so excited to see what else he brings to the table. Uh, right there along with it would be, you know, Ryan Courtney. Sometimes for, for us especially, since it's we got to play Pipeline way back when, before, you know, it actually was released, I sometimes even forget about the fact that Pipeline was a 2019 release. And I, I got to give it to our man Ryan Courtney too. We're a great game. So, so I almost, I'm going to say like, some new designers that are coming up with some amazing games that really, you know, of course we got Fischer and of course we got, you know, I mean, well, I don't know. Feld really didn't do much this year. But we, you know, we have our powerhouses, Luciani, you know, that are doing their great games. But I'm really excited about some of the new designers and some of the amazing games that they're coming up with. So that would be my pick. Good pick. All right, Chad, what do you say? I'm going to go with Vitala Serta because he
1: has put out, in my mind, two powerhouse Euros, deeply thematic, one of them incredibly crunchy, and two of these kind of games in the same year is quite a, in my opinion, quite an accomplishment. Now, Kanban's going to come updated here very soon, but I mean, he is just rolling, Did I think. Did he put
0: out the and Vinos this year? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry
1: <laughs> I didn't say your favorite Lacerda oh, I said oh. he put out On Mars An Escape Plan Which I, I understand why you guys Don't enjoy Escape Plan I, I totally I totally get it I would not say it's everybody's cup of tea But I still definitely enjoy that game
0: Okay, all right. Reggie, what do you say?
1: Well, I'm going to talk about an, uh, another
2: powerhouse And Blackout Hong Kong We all know it was not my favorite game last year right. But I think Alexander Pfister He put in the work this year and yeah. he's, he's, he was already, he was my favorite, uh, designer of all time easily, but Wallace was kind of climbing on him, creeping on him. Yeah, Wallace a little was, bit, but, yeah. uh, I got to play Maracaibo and I've watched a lot of run-throughs of the, uh, of the, Oh My Goods one, uh, the, Newdale or something. Yeah. Expedition yeah. to Newdale. Yep. Uh, and that looks fantastic too. So I'm really excited for that. Right. So I'm going to, uh, that's who I'm picking. He has fishing. cemented himself once again. He's pushed off Wallace for now. All right. For yeah. me.
0: Cannot argue with that pick. All right, excellent. Well, guess what it's time for, guys? The draft. It's time to draft. Let's do it. All right, Richie, give everyone that punch board paradise draft thing that we do rules Alrighty. <laughs>
2: so in punch paradise we like unique lists so that's why we draft and we are going to do a serpentine draft which all that means is if you draft last in the first round you're going to draft first in the second round we're going to roll off to see who gets to set the draft order all i'm seeing are six-sided see dice chad's, around me
0: i want to see chad's dice when he rolls at this time yeah chad
2: uh, go somewhere where we can see you you <laughs> <laughs>
0: Way away from the <laughs> How many six-sided dice you got over there, Richie? I do see three six-sided dice. All There's right, one more right there. Six-sided. All right, so we're rolling right, 6 rolling siders up. here.
2: Five. He's got a five.
0: Whatever. Ah. Whatever. What, yeah. what does he do? Ah. No, it's a good roll, Chad. Way to go. I'm really way to way to roll that five. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was a good uh, job, buddy. You can't use that reverse
0: psychology. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> I remember last draft, yeah, you I could. called him out that I had to go third.
1: <laughs>
2: he said he was fine going third, no matter what.
1: <sighs> I got to think about this for a second. Hey, <laughs> what should you say? Um, hmm. I'm going to have you go second and you <sighs> go third. All righty. All right, so Richie's going second, Clef's going third because he's fine with it. I am going to pick as my number one game, a game that almost made my surprise of the year, a game that... I Oh come on! Are you kidding me? Yeah, you got it. A <laughs> game that nobody, uh, no, none of us were real excited about until I told Richie to kind of look at it and back it. Yeah, and, and that, then
2: I bought it and I loved it, and it uh, should be my pick. Uh, no. So why don't you take <laughs> no. one of these other two and move on?
1: <laughs> Pax Premier Second nah, Edition, you kidding me? By Cole Worley is absolutely fantastic and, and i want to keep playing it we talked about games that they want me to bring in my bag well Clef doesn't have a copy of this game every time i come over to clefts with with games in my bag that game is always in there because i am always up for this game and of all the releases this year this past year i think that it does something different than any other game and i i really love the shifting alliances i love the history it made me read two books about afghanistan I really enjoy this game and it is special. It stands out.
0: Great pick, Chad. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it is a fantastic pick. It's
0: my pick.
2: <laughs> oh shit. And now I don't it. even care about going second. <laughs> so actually, I do. Shut up. You can just take your game now. <laughs> ah, well, I mean this makes it easy for me. This is my second favorite game and we already talked about it a little bit and that would be City of the Big Shoulders and that one hundred percent is because it was a game that between these or between all three of us I'm probably the least interested in 18 Xx games and that game got me a little inter- interested in and it it may have it hasn't killed Arkwright for me. Uh, I have still play I still play I own Arkwright, but it's it's one of those games that when I'm in the mood for that type of game that's gonna hit the table quicker than Arkwright would, especially sure. if I'm playing with new players. Sure fantastic game Raymond Chandler. Did a fantastic job. City of the Big Shoulders, my second favorite game of this year. Mm. And oh yeah, we are going to do our list at the end, right? We're going to do our list. I won't. I won't spoil any more than.
0: Well, I know going third. I knew those two games would be off the table, but that's okay. Because for me, even since I feel like Richie's only gotten to play this game once, and Chad, I don't know if he's gotten to play this game or not yet but I'm going to take it off the table here now because this game is absolutely tremendous. This is Fister back to being Fister and this game not only is this game a great game just its regular base game, but I'm I'm playing the campaign in this game. It's so good. And that is going to be Maracaibo. This game just hits on all cylinders for me. It's got the great, you know, you've got the Moncala where you're kind of moving around and, you know, you stop where you want to and then you take different actions. And it's got it's got enough player interaction where it's like, okay, if I don't go get that, will they go do that? You know, you've got that. And it's got you're upgrading your ship to get new actions. You're got a little Mombasa where you're trying to pull off these cubes and get, you know, different and have influence in different countries and trying to score points that way. But then you've got, like I said, you've got this cool campaign mode where you, it doesn't overwhelm the game. It just kind of enhances it where you get to say, okay, this round you're going to go and need to try to find the doctor. And so then you're going to shuffle in the doctor card into the deck. And then you might have a couple of spots that add a couple of different actions to the board. Or there might be a plague and now all of a sudden a couple action spots, you can no longer take village actions there because they're blocked off. It just adds just the perfect for me. It's what I've always wanted in some sort of a campaign. You know, not it's not quite legacy, obviously, but just that perfect campaign of adding some new bits into it of a little bit of the story. I'm not sure the story is all that great, you know, but just for me what it adds is so perfect. And, I mean, this game, this game is up there for me. I mean, if it was not... For the powerhouse, and I obviously we're going over these lists in a second, if it's not for the powerhouse, the city of the big shoulders, this would be my number one game of the year. It is that good. I love it. And now,
1: I haven't gotten to play it yet, which I'm really sad about. I have it sitting at home, but it hasn't even been punched yet, which is unusual for me. But this is because I've been at the hospital for about two weeks and just yeah. reading <laughs> game game manuals over and over and imagining playing it in my head. But basically, I would... I, I can't wait to see it, but it, it's basically kind of got that Rondell, basically like uh, Great Western Trail too, except it's kind of a race, right? That's what I think is cool where you could go. I think you can go seven steps up to seven steps yep. ahead. And that doesn't mean that it ends the round doesn't mean that you're going to be first for in first place there. It just means that you've ended the round because somebody who's gone a little bit slowly and maximized some of those spots, they could, yeah. they could do some you're stuff.
0: You're all going to get the same number of turns no matter what, but it definitely, you can end the round very quickly if you want to, because the first person who makes it to the end spot that ends the round. It doesn't matter if one boat's only gone or ship, we've only gone like, you know, four You're maybe on four or five spots. It ends the round. So, yes, it definitely is an interesting mechanic on, oh, I want to do this, this, and this. But if somebody ends the round, I'm only going to be able to do this. So, once again, that's another interesting player interaction that is in the game.
1: And there's only three times going around that circle of islands for the game, right? Uh, Four. Four. Oh, excuse me. Yep. But still, that seems pretty short. So, I'm I'm looking Uh, forward to it. It
0: seems pretty short. It's not. No. (laughs) No.
2: And it, I mean, probably like the, I mean, just like with Great Western Trail, like towards the end, like, if someone knows they're in, in the lead, then, yes, they may rush that end. But for the most part, I mean, it,
0: it's a yeah, it's a meaty, uh, longer yeah, it's, game. It's a nice, meaty, longer I mean, it's perfect amount of time for me. I mean, I really, uh, you know, I suppose you could have somebody that does nothing but just tries to fly through it, but then they're not going to win that way. I mean, you've still got to stop and do actions. I, I would say, for me, it is a cross between Great Western Trail, Mombasa, and are you ready for this? terraforming mars the card play in it is definitely an engine builder as you are playing cards and then you start to get better you know actions and stuff through the cards a little bit
2: i thought to I, the
0: smallest degree
2: i thought we weren't allowed to curse on this oh, podcast sorry sorry <laughs> you
0: guys
2: are can ridiculous. you can you
0: edit that out for me Richie? I'll, I'll bleep that out all right but i mean just a tad bit so i mean it has that that kind of that powerhouse of what a lot of people and i'm just saying that because obviously we have a lot of listeners that is one of their favorites so if you like any of those games this game you should i mean well i think you should check it out no matter what because it's fantastic but
1: multi-use cards right yes multi-use yep. cards yep I'm absolutely down. yeah all right well mark haibo that's your first pick what do you got for for your second pick
0: with my second pick i'm gonna go with barrage i know this game for a lot of people had some production in Issues, which they're taking care of. You know, I mean you could go in there and get, you know, you're we're getting sent new components and my God, new water droplets, because those water droplets were the worst thing ever. But um, but all you gotta do is you've, if you have Hashville Connect, just go use those water droplets. They're perfect for the game. But this gameplay is tremendous. I mean, talk about ooh, I think Richie last time said a you know, on a knife in a foam booth. This is what this game is because you've got to be so vicious in this game where, oh, okay, I got water. I know it's coming here, and all of a sudden, what do you mean? Why are you building a dam there? What what do you mean? Why are you building a lift on that dam? Now I'm not going to get any water. You, you know, type of thing. So good. And it's so tight where you have these. It's very unique where you have this wheel where you uh, have to put these little, I don't know, those brown guys and gray guys. I don't know what they're called, but whatever they're called. You have to put them on there. And you don't get them back until your wheel rotates a full, you know, 180 back around. And it's just very cool in that. And then, you know, worker placement. I think you have like 12 workers to start each round off. You think, wow, that's a lot of workers. Yeah, you're like three turns. You're like, where'd all my workers go? I mean, they go so quickly. Just tremendous. I played a, uh, I think I like it better at the lower player counts i think i like it at two and three better four gets a little bit chaotic out there because it is tough i mean there is with everything going on but i still think i'd play it at four for sure i mean solid really really good game i mean 2019 is knocking out of the park i mean yeah so my second pick barrage
1: any other year that pax wasn't involved in this is an easy number one because our our This game, I think this game, more to me, more than most of the games on my list this year, has the possibility, once they fix these production issues, to be an evergreen. Because there is a system there. I liken it to Power Grid. It's not... The same as far as gameplay, but if you just imagine the way that they could put out maps for this thing, or add some worker spots or things like that, they're they're just it's a system, and the way that they've made it, it's yeah. they could they could run with it, and I I just think it's such a well designed game.
0: A, a lot of the years, the first four games that we have named could be my number ones of the year in a lot of years. Yeah, so strong I mean, year a very strong yeah. year. All right, Richie, back at you. What is your second pick?
2: All right, my second pick. I was actually surprised by this game and even though i only have the one play of it uh, but this designers uh, lately it seems like his games have either been not enough or way too much and that is on mars from Vital, and i really enjoyed this game and i really enjoyed the having to move your what what did we name that guy moving back and forth yeah moving matt David david back back and forth Uh, between the two different sides and having uh, to be on the right side to take certain actions i I really like that mechanism i would love to see that in more games uh but this this may end up being my second favorite vital possibly we'll see
0: Uh, who knows play it at four players and get back to me
2: well but that's a lot of his games i don't want to play
0: okay i don't want to play at four players Uh, and, and we got a review coming soon but uh yeah, four players is a little <laughs> a little long, but anyways, we got a review coming, so it's a great pick. I really enjoyed, it, and I got to play it at two players the other day, just me and Joe, and woo, I like it at two. It hums. That yeah. is a nice little back and forth. Oh, I tell you guys, I pulled a good move on Joe. All right, <laughs> I was like getting, I was, I was pretty far behind, right, and I gave the oh, oh man, there's no way I can win this game, kind of ho hum, mm, you know, classic, like, club. yeah, you know, yeah, do the old <laughs> oh, no way. And then I came back like my last two turns. I scored like 30 some points in my last two turns and beat Joe by two. Oh, it was nice. It was a good old feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: That's
1: a good pick. This this game hums. I, it's not it's not my favorite. Lisboa still holds that for me. And I think Vinos is still close behind, maybe, but it is up there. And it's not the easiest to teach because it just feels. I mean, that's a lot of his games, but yeah. this one to me just felt like everything is so interlocking that it is a little bit hard to to go into. We'll we'll go into it right. in our review. Oh, but.
0: I'll even. I mean, my third play, I'm still having to ask, what does that do? What right. does this do? I mean, it it is tough, but yeah, I give you. I. I
1: just think it's it's a really good marriage of theme and mechanisms like he likes to do and uh it's it's a it's a great accomplishment i'm I'm excited for him because this is a good game in it and because of the theme, I think people are gonna gonna butt their heads against it and struggle with it, but he's gonna gain some more fans from it I think because they'll really want to get into this game and this theme and once once they do, they'll be rewarded a few plays in. Okay. So definitely good pick.
0: All right. So Chad, what is
1: your number two and three? All right. Well, you guys took a couple of mine, so good on you. But I will say for my next pick, uh, I I got I gotta go with Pipeline. That's that's still a great game. Like I said, we've mentioned some good games already, and and that's a, a fantastic game. Now, a lot of people have come out this year and and reviewed it and said, ooh, you know, this isn't fun to play because it's it's so tight and you're eking out stuff and if you make a wrong move it's punishing these are all true things but i don't mind because all things i love in the game that is exactly right now you should you should know if that's not your style and and you want to you know a a good example of an engine builder that's much more forgiving for example doesn't mean you you will win necessarily because of card draw but wingspan is you know, everybody gets something when you do this. And, every you know, the, the economy is much easier. Uh, it's much more forgiving with your turns. But what's great about this game is this game will slap you in the face and then it'll make you come back and say okay i see that i see what i did wrong i've been thinking about that all all night i want to come back to it tomorrow and let's play it again and now i won't make that same mistake and i'm going to do it this way you know that is what that game does and that's that's the kind of game that Ryan wanted to make he he oh. succeeded And for a first time design or first published design, kudos to him. It's, it's a really great engine builder.
0: That's, that's why you had like a permanent red mark on your face after you kept getting slapped in the face every time playing this for the first, like seven or eight times. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) All right. No, good pick. All right. So now on to number three for you, Chad.
1: Number three for me
0: is number three for me is going to be
1: a game that I've already talked about in this episode. And another Capstone game, because they've been knocking it out of the park this this year, as we have discussed, I mean, in every way. And there are other Capstone games, by the way, that I would be talking about, were they not, stuff like reprints and things of that nature, because we're not counting those, obviously. But Watergate, again, that is a great 30-minute game, 20 to 30-minute game. It's great back and forth. I can play it with my mom. I can play it with Steph. I can play it with you guys. We can switch it has got great theme it's it's just a really fun experience and that card play that comes from twilight struggle i i'll be honest i like 1960 making of a president and want to play that again i really like the expanse by wiz kids where uh th- that you have that card play i want to play those games again but twilight struggle my first couple plays of that, that two player back and forth for three hours was not as exciting. I really like the streamlined nature of Watergate and the ability to get so many different people into it. So that's why it's my third pick.
0: Sorry. I'm just, I I'm putting down 1960 making it a president as one of my five games that I want to revisit. Cause I only played it the one time. So. Awesome. Whoa, there All you right. go. Okay. We're good. So I like just, it. J- dawned on me right there. Okay. But great pick Watergate. Great. Great game. Yeah.
2: Richie. Clef. Shot me a text today.
0: No, this so. is illegal. <laughs> this is illegal. No, I think he played it right. I didn't. No. Play it. I just played this it, I, and I said, and he I'll told me I couldn't draft it. If you can, if you do not draft it, I don't care. <gasps>
2: oh. Here's the thing: <laughs> oh. Chad took my first pick. I'm taking your pick. I don't care. Oh, the game what? is fantastic. And that is Cooper Island this
0: is Capstone oh, Games. I, so mad I'm, right this is under, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, protest. This is this draft is under protest. I yes. am, this is, I'm protesting.
1: Yeah, I'm so glad. I, I have this game at home, too. This is another one that I've read the manual over and over for a couple of days. But I, he's stomping off. We'll, we'll let him cool off for a second. But the gameplay in this looks so great. I mean, the... It, you feel like you're building something, you know, where you shim those tiles for production and all those those kinds of things. Uh, that, to me, I know it's tight, and you can talk about this, but the way you build your island is just fascinating to me, and it feels tactile He can't too. talk about He's barely
2: played this <laughs> I game. Can't How can he talk <laughs> about this? It is super tight. Okay, and I it, am
0: putting on sla- my text to <laughs> on this tonight.
2: I, I admit it. I fully admit it. He sent me a text and said, I'll only teach you if you don't draft it. I said, okay, and I drafted it anyway. <laughs> and I'll do it again. but like you said it is super tight when he was teaching this game and he was talking about the coins and the resources and he showed me the little storage space that you get to put your your uh, resources into i was like oh that's it that's like that's all you get and there's so much that you have to do in this game it's only five turns it plays super fast uh cleft taught me and we played it in about an hour yeah easily yeah oh that's awesome and yeah every turn I mean, you have to focus and you have to have a plan and you have to execute that plan. And it's extremely hard to execute that plan. Um, I I mean, I I like games like that. I love games like that, especially like like we were talking with Pipeline where, I mean, you're getting I mean, you're not getting less and less actions in this game. But it it gets harder and it, it gets more important that the actions that you take are efficient and they they do what you are planning on doing for this entire game. I'll let I'll let Clef talk about it since <laughs> i'm guessing, he was, gonna, I'm guessing uh, he was gonna i'm guessing he was gonna draft it i next. fully <laughs> approve of this pick
0: this is now this surpasses the uh what's that game where richie first stepped, all those years ago <laughs> oh my goodness oh that's so great oh uh, uh, well i will say that everything that you guys were kind of saying the the thing that is so fascinating for me about this game is it is a super complex puzzle. It is nothing about this game is easy. And I know one of our uh, listeners Ben Koberly, said I played it and I didn't really like it because none of the people none of us really got anything going. And it is true. It's hard. And obviously with Richie I at least was able to kind of lead him along and saying When you start on a certain thing that you're going to build, whether you do buildings or shipping, uh, the, the income ships or statues, whatever you do, you kind of want to just say that's what I'm doing and you don't want to all of a sudden go, "Oh, there's a piece of fruit. I want to go grab that or something." You know, you want to stick with oh, I'm going down this path because that is going to be how you're going to do a little bit better in this game.
1: When I read the when I read the uh, the manual of the game, the game the rule book, I every time I was reading all the actions that you could do and it just it reads like, "Oh, wow, you can get that. You can get that." kingdom building or whatever and then you can trigger the redo those actions uh that that's so cool i want to i want to go down that path or then i was like oh wow you can get all those different special actions but if you do those large buildings oh no i want to go down that path or Mm -hmm. you know there's just you read it and you're like oh man what if you spam this or what if you go this strategy it just Mm
0: -hmm. seems so cool but if you kind of try to do a little bit of everything yeah it's yeah
2: yeah i don't i don't even see how you could uh, attempt to do that and score any points. Yeah. <laughs> spreading no, out. Indeed.
0: And uh, like one of the games I played this, you now an average score is, that I've had so far is, is around 20, 25. I mean, I think 28's the highest that, I've, that somebody's gotten. But like my friend Brian, he got four his first game. <laughs> 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 look, I see. Now, if you look at another thing that I noticed look, looking through the rule
1: book, and one of the things that Ben said was it's a lot of work for these very few points. And I guess mm-hmm. you can see that. you, I mean, because some of the cards, for instance, it's like, okay, to build this, it's like six gold, seven wood, three, and you get two yeah. points. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow, yeah.
0: that resource conversion is tough. Now, see, for me, though, sometimes I like that because instead yeah. of a game where it's like, oh, you get 30 points for this, you know, it's like this is tough. I mean, it is a very puzzly tough game to figure out how to do things. And and I'll tell you, I mean, Richie, me and you just play the two player game. You play a three or four player game of this. There's no additional action spots. And yeah. if you want to go use an action spot somebody else has used, you got to pay them a good. And each good you have is so precious that it's like, oh my God, I got to pay you a good and I don't want to do that. But I, yeah, I mean, this game hits on all cylinders Should have been my draft pick. (laughs) Should have been, but, Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm not teaching anymore. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Hey, so,
1: Richie, is this going to be one of the 10 games for you this year, you think? It might. It really has a good
2: chance of it, because this is one of those heavier games that I think I could teach Jessica, just because it it moves quick, and it plays fast, and it it is more puzzly. So I I think it it may make it it that 10.
0: It's only five rounds, and you start off with two workers, and at best, you're probably going to get... Usually, I mean, three workers is about the most that you're going to end the game yeah. with. So you're not talking very many actions at all. Well, and Oda
1: usually he seems like he likes to play with his wife when I when you know when he's on Twitter and stuff when we're talking. So I can see how this would play really well at two, particularly. And then of course it seems like it scales well too. So
2: there we go, Cooper Island Richie's third pick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting into referring to ourselves in third person. <laughs>
0: I tell you, punch, punch! I'm fuming right now. This is this is the this is a backstab right here. All right, that's you know what though. There are so many good games from 2019. Yep. I'm still okay. I know, and I haven't even played them all. Yeah, yeah, oh uh, yeah. I got a whole list of games that I still haven't even gotten to play. That's right. So uh, for my third pick, then um, I'm going to take lo and behold another capstone game, a game that. I really thoroughly enjoyed, and I love the whole. You get to choose what your dice are each round, but they cost what you you pay, and then there's a lot of great player interaction, and that's going to be Crystal Palace. I still think this is a really great game. The re- replayability of it sometimes makes me wonder a little bit, just because there's not a lot different uh, from game to game of what you know you kind of have. Uh, but I still think tremendous great game. I still think it has you know some great like I said, player interaction, and definitely think this should be a game that if you like kind of meaty type of Euros that have a little bit of meanness because you certainly can be mean in this game, Definitely, uh, this is a great game to pick. And, you know, this is another one of those games that's a little bit further down on what my top ten will be that most years I think would be, you know, could be a top three game. That's just how good this year has been. So, yeah, my number three is going to be Crystal Palace. So that brings me to my very last pick for the good old 2019 here. And I'm actually going to give some love to a game that I played a lot in the kind of the middle part of the year. And then it's kind of gotten, I don't know, I don't want to say punched around, but kind of moved down the list just simply because of everything that's come out. But this was still a tremendous great game. And that's going to be Yenzy. I still thought this was a neat game. And I thought how it was interesting how when you produce something and you took it to the market it was no longer your good you know it was a good that anybody could use to move to their factory and it had this unique card system where you were going to be playing and you sometimes used the cards to move their workers out or sometimes you just move the cards to put so that then you could move the workers out and so and it was kind of a uh, a little bit of a cat and mouse game of, okay, well, if you're going to do this, you know, I'll go do this. It wasn't necessarily a perfect game, but I still thought it was a very good, solid, heavy Euro game. And, you know, I'm still glad it's still in my collection. And, I mean, it's not going anywhere. So, I yeah, I'm going to go with my number fourth pick. Probably something that a lot of people haven't played. But, uh, if, you know, if you're ever interested in a nice, heavy, meaty Euro game, definitely check me out. And I would love to teach you Yenzi. Uh, by uh, Spielworks and Rola Rola and Kostya. Yes, absolutely. So uh, once again, really looking forward to what they come out with next. I'm really uh, interested because I I like, once again, these first-time designers that are coming out with these really cool, or at least, you know, they probably have other designs, but that we know of for the first time. I'm really looking forward to what they come with in the future.
2: Sure, good pick. Nice.
0: Yeah. Yenzy, you got on there since Richie snaked uh, Cooper Island. Way to go.
2: (laughs) I I might (laughs) draft it for my last pick as well.
0: (laughs) All right, Mr. Snake, what do you got for number four?
2: Uh, I'm going to pick one that is probably at the top of a lot of, I know some of our listeners at the top of their list for game of the year. And it's a game that I've gotten to play a lot because Jessica really enjoyed it, and I, I, too, really enjoy it as well, and that is Wingspan. Uh, designed by Elizabeth Hardgrave and published by Stonemeyer Games. And even though the expansion did not, you know, it, it just added more birds, basically. But it that's what I needed to kind of expand the game enough for me to where it's making my list for top games of the year. Like I said, I like those games where you have less and less actions as you go on, and you have to be efficient with your actions, and that is Wingspan to a
1: T. Well, let's just say, too, not necessarily just more birds, but more different goal card strategies and also some powers that kind of mix it up where you're not necessarily just spamming eggs on your last two turns
0: yeah mm, yeah you are yeah. you really think it's that much different yeah i did i i, I, I have only played it twice with i would i've won
2: games where i did not have many eggs where i had so. like 35 ish points just in touch cards
0: hmm, okay i still feel like you still eggs is still the best strategy but oh, nah, no whatever okay
1: it depends ahead. on the the yeah. birds that come out true but, true yeah. but all right so well I, and the other thing i'd like to say is we didn't talk about it but i could have easily given the nod to art to this game too because the autobahn type guidebook art was beautifully done in this game too very yeah. evocative of exactly what they were trying to and
2: i will say the best feeling rule book of the oh my year, easily. Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah there I'm we go. <laughs> that category, best <laughs> feeling rule
0: book. <laughs> so
2: that is my last pick, Wingspan.
0: All right, Chad, round us out. All right. Well, I'm going
1: to diverge from all y'all since everybody had kind of a unique last pick that you know not necessarily was on all of our lists. Probably, I'm going to do the same thing basically, and I'm going to go with something
0: else that was a slight surprise for me. And that can a- I guess? Yes, you can. I'm going to say you're going to say marvel dc universe card game or marvel something. champions yes. yes all right <coughs> Woo-hoo, all right
1: i've i've probably played this game the most of any any of the games that are going to appear in my top 10 the solo is really where it's at and i'm not a huge solo fan but it, it is so good because you can you can pop out a solo game in like 15 20 minutes and like it, it, instead of reading before i go to bed maybe i'll just do that which is great. And it's just, I am I like the superheroes, right? But that's not what's so great about it. It is the multi-use cards because cards are either resources or they're the ability on them. And then the way that the superheroes play and the fact that they're already supporting these. Like I just got the Marvel, the Marvel Girl and Captain America packs as well. And they play really interestingly and different from Captain, uh, from Iron Man and, and Black Panther. I just, it's fun. And, and two player is fun too. Two player is really fun. Uh, Richard, and I have played a couple of games of this as well, and really enjoyed it. It's it's really great. I just I I gotta put this on because as many times as I played it, I've really loved it.
0: I'm I'm ready for you to teach me. All right, I don't yeah. I don't necessarily
1: think you like it. I think I think Richie will like it, but I will teach you too. I need well, to get 120 he's got a, yeah. new games <laughs> yeah. in so you can <laughs> teach it to me. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm ready to try it out. I, it's
2: one of those that I'm a little. Afraid to try out, but just because I don't want to get invested. You know, I only got ten purchases this year. I don't want to get invested in Wait, another do expansions system. Expansions count? No. Uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> Ten purchases. I got ten purchases oh my for board gosh, games. Wow,
1: expansions Holy count. Cow. All right, I'd like to see five Lorenzo packs come out like in the next year. I'm telling you, he's got no shot. Not, not, not if no expansions, expansions. I'm still thinking expansions about count. expansions. You know, expansions don't count. Oh, they there don't you count. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Ten purchases. Ten purchases. <laughs> Technically, the
2: second edition is also an expansion because I toss expansion boxes, so they go right into the in the the whole goal of that is to get less boxes in. So I'm going to say ten board game brand new there hey, are not no expansions
1: I'm going to just 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 as a just before we end this, I wanna say, speaking of expansions, how do you like my little journal for the show for the show notes? That
2: is very nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah. So you put that was, up on uh, Instagram, didn't you? Yeah, I yeah. did,
1: I did. So this uh, friend of ours, he does a, a, a service on Instagram. He's on Instagram at discarded, I think, and he makes journals out of like old textbooks, old library books and stuff like that. But my wife brought an expansion box of Merlin to him and he made this journal out of it, and it's it's really nice. Nice. So very cool. Anyway, that
0: that's what I'm going to be doing with my expansion boxes, man. So That's awesome. Yeah. No, oh, that's really cool. All right, so I'll go real quick over here so we had Chad had Pax Premiere, second edition, uh Pipeline, Watergate and Marvel Champions uh richie had city of the big shoulders on mars wingspan i I think you skipped one i i totally forget what it was (laughs) you won this copper island (laughs) and then i had maracaibo barrage yinzi and crystal palace and
1: clef will put this up on the guild you can vote for uh your favorite on here and i but i have a feeling that on the guild it's going to see here's clef's picks here's chad's picks who's mf <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> richie mf same thing right now uh okay so i then we're, real quick we're just gonna run and do our i don't know top whatever you want to say i don't care let's just top, do 10 so yeah and, top 10 okay. all right top 10 starting 10 going up starting 10 going up so let's just all do our 10 then we'll do our 9 and we'll okay. go and we'll just go chad richie me chad richie me so chad number 10 10 i had a skate plan i told you i liked it more than y'all did and I'll
2: play it. You sure did. And number 10 for me is Wingspan.
0: Okay. Number 10 for me was Tiny Towns. Oh, nice. Okay, little Number little nine, Chad. Number nine for me
1: was City of the Big Shoulders. I still enjoy that game. I know you, you guys were mad at me for giving it
0: a four, but I still like it.
2: Are we taking auditions for a third <laughs> seat? We need to
0: because <laughs> number nine is ridiculous. All right. <laughs>
2: Uh, number nine for me was cooper island
0: (sighs) (laughs) number nine for me was circadian's first light oh that's your surprise that's great
1: uh my number eight is empires of the north i actually like how they streamlined it we talked about that um and i don't mind that they nerfed the attacking because i still think it can do some but that's my number number eight
0: all right richie number eight
1: my number eight was wavelength
0: all right my number eight was on mars my number seven was Crystal Palace. I really like that one.
1: Uh, my number seven was Tiny Towns.
0: And my number seven was Crystal Palace. So, all right. Nice to hey, meet up sync there. up. Woo. Special
1: dance. Number six was Marvel Champions. Uh, six for me was QE. Uh,
0: number six for me was Pipeline.
1: My number five was Watergate.
2: Uh, my five was Pipeline. We were close. Close, close. My five was Cooper
1: Island. Okay. You really like that one. <laughs> I do. I should have, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. better. N- my number four <laughs> was On Mars. It's Vital Lacerda. Good game.
2: Uh, my four was uh, Maracaibo. Uh,
0: my four was Barrage. For number three, I had Pipeline.
1: Uh, three, I had On Mars.
0: Three, I had PAX Premier 2nd Edition.
1: Hmm. That's good to know that you added that eye. Number two, again, in any other year, be a number one. It was Barrage. Uh,
2: My two was City of the Big Shoulders.
0: Uh, My number two was Mari Kaibo, which any other year would have been number one. Number one, Head and Shoulders, because it's just so different,
1: so fun to play, does nothing. I don't have anything else like it pax premier
0: second edition
2: and that is also my number one pax premier
0: yeah my number one by leaps and bounds still is city of the big shoulders i still think it's a, such an amazing game all right well, we uh, just talked about i mean yeah. there are so many games that we still haven't been able to play yet i
1: mean i i am talking about the magnificent which is from Aporta yep. games and those santa maria gentlemen yep. people you like Wanna so much yeah yeah uh, i have flotilla and I haven't been able to play that yet. I mean, gosh, dang, I really want to play that. And did you guys talk about Mark Kaibo and Cooper Island. I'm just playing it in my head and read the rule book. <laughs> there you go. Well,
0: you, at least you're probably
1: winning that game, right? <laughs> That's the only time. Thanks, <laughs> schmuck. <laughs>
2: uh
0: richie anything that you still looking forward to playing
2: uh, yeah i had a few on here i had flotilla as well uh i had uh terramar which uh, seems like a really mean worker placement game Looked very interesting as yes. far as being yep. able to place ahead in can the you future
1: place, can you place on cooper island with one of your guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think so actually <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: expedition to newdale and uh, babylonia and the crew i came close to pulling trigger on a german copy before this whole thing started right so now this is we'll have to count towards one of my top even, 10 I,
0: the dice tower is going crazy over this game what it is, is this a game? cooperative trick-taking okay game. i'm done thank you All right. i think you'll actually <laughs> like it
1: i think you will like it because you i mean there are cooperative games you enjoy you like for instance do you like just one right it's okay yeah are you okay it's uh, okay here's the
0: thing
2: he'll play it once this year okay yeah so, There you true. go. <laughs> you can always get one play out of
0: uh yeah a lot of ones that you guys said um for me lastanza i mean technically will still be a 2019 because it's you know out in a lot of places already um marco polo two is technically already out there i'm interested to see that and then i also had uh alabari a nice cup of tea oh right. yeah, yeah. yeah definitely interested in that so that yeah. is a
1: an implement an implementation of snow with some souped up elements
0: yeah all right so yep so those are some of the games that i have not gotten a chance to play that i'm still looking forward to good one uh anything 2020 that you're looking forward to i know i have ai is like my top of the list uh from nuno and Paulo. that's my number one and then uh you know uh, you know, Brazil, either this year or 2030, one of the two. I think. Uh,
2: I think you missed it. I think it, it's oh, supposed it to come out, out in
0: twenty seventeen, guaranteed. I looked literally at the Facebook page or the of the board game geek page, and it literally said, and I think it was from either Paulo or Nuno that said this game will be out in two thousand seventeen, guaranteed. <laughs> well, I mean, that's okay. If once if it ever comes out, I'm still looking forward to it.
1: I'm looking forward to some of my kickstarters, and so and some of these are are reprints too but I mean I'm looking forward to 18 Chesapeake which should deliver soon um, I I haven't gotten my copy and this would be 2019 I haven't got my uh, my GMT copy of 1862 railways and that should be an interesting one to to play as well but i, w- I would like my clinic <laughs> which says 2019 but i don't know where it's delivered so I'm, I'm looking for i'm looking forward to that one and then i'm looking forward to brazil as well like as you mentioned but i don't again i i and doesn't What's your game? Only put out like one game a year. Uh, I don't well, think they put out a game lately. Like it's in been two no games years, a year. So. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you can remain a game company by not putting out games,
1: expansions, but. and deluxe editions.
0: Well, but even then, but even I mean, then, they're
2: not really putting out that much. Yeah, but that I mean, that's my whole list. Is what's your game? Games. This is <laughs> if if everything comes through, we should get the Madeira Collector's Edition. We should get the uh, expansion for Railroad Revolution, Railroad Evolution, yep. right? Which hopefully that fixes the sure. the things that were wrong with that. Uh, then they're also going to launch uh, Zanguo. Okay. The collector's edition for that, and I, I'm really interested in the AI as well, AI game as well. I would say Brazil, but I think <laughs> I think their plan is to do all the things I just said, and then Brazil, which would probably not fund it. That would yeah, fund it almost probably would not put us in 2020. Would be my guess.
0: Probably not. Yeah, but it's just one of those games that eventually I will look forward to. Uh, I had still also uh, Rocket Man. Rocket Men by Martin Wallace, I think it had some deck building in it, which is not always my favorite, but you know at this moment except in your
2: your favorite game of all
0: time, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> it does have a little bit of deck building I suppose. But anyway, so I had that on the list. Um yeah, and I also had Railroad Evolution. So some of the, so some good things hopefully and usually it seems like we never hear about all the stuff that's actually going to end up coming out in the year and then you get surprised by all yeah. the stuff. So I think guys that that wraps it up for 2019. I feel like we've pretty much put a bow on everything and uh looking forward to 2020, but I believe we have a uh, a little giveaway. Is that right, gentlemen? That is right. That is correct. So it is time to hit the Watergate is our giveaway. And now it's time to hit the random generator to find out who the winner of Capstone Games' Watergate is. And Richie, the winner is... Michael
1: Dearet is ooh, our winner.
0: Ooh, bah, 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 bah. All right. Hey, well, all right. congratulations,
1: Michael. You yeah. get a copy of one of my top ten games for this year. Fantastic game.
0: Yeah. Well, so uh, congratulations, and hopefully we'll be able to you know give some more games away in 2020.
1: And another thing that we'll try to do, I think, is partway through this next year, we like to go back and revisit once we've played a few more of the games that we talked about that we haven't gotten to, and do a revised top ten. So we'll have that out for you as well. So you can count on that.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure, Chad, you're gonna knock a couple off your list there when you get to uh, Kaibo and Cooper Island. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I would guess. Let's we'll see. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm pretty sure it's it's time to finally say goodbye to 2019 and put this podcast to bed. Okay. All right. Go, go forward to 2020, right? See, I started this podcast off all excited. Now I'm, I'm somber because now it's it's over. And, oh, right. I think it's going yeah, it to be another be good some year. Really good, we got more? Good stuff coming up. Well, let's go get to it. All right. All right, let's all do it. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Thanks for listening. Take care.
1: Thanks for listening. Punchboard Paradise would like to thank our loyal listeners as well as the publishers and designers that have provided review copies. You can find us at punchboardparadise at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Punchboarders. We are on Instagram at Punchboard Paradise and Facebook at Punchboard Paradise.